Rumble match ever. The greatest Royal Rumble event in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Hey guys, welcome back to Body Slammed, where we talk all things bruises, belts, and botches in the world of pro wrestling. Um, so we're here to talk about the greatest Royal Rumble, yeah. uh, quote unquote, I guess. I mean, so, technically trademarked, so, yeah, just, you know. Did they trademark it? I'm sure, I'm they, sure did. they did. By sheer number only, not necessarily quality. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right, so I am Frank Everhart, joined with me uh, today again is TJ. How are you doing today, TJ? I'm doing Voice fantastic. Doing. Let's tear the show apart. <laughs> Voice going to hold up? Yes. Maybe? <laughs> I apologize doing? for the cold. Yeah. And uh, Tyler Ebert, how you doing today, Tyler? Not too bad yourself, sir. Nice. Did you enjoy the pay-per-view? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Then we're done here. <laughs> uh, and Brandon, how you doing today? I am fantastic. Um, right. Until we start talking about the show. This pay-per-view, yeah. yeah. Exactly. There, see, the thing is, there was good action on this show, but it almost wasn't worth it. No. So, like, before no, we even no. get into the show, like, do you think the fact that they tried to put two pay-per-views in one month was the reason why it failed? No. Because they had, what, a week between that and Backlash? Well, this is something different from when they were doing the two single-brand shows a month. You'd sometimes get ones where they were back-to-back weeks. Yeah. I think the problem here was, okay, first and foremost, all the Saudi ass-kissing they did. Oh, yeah. 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 And do we even want to get yeah. into that just in general before yeah, we talk about oh, it? It'll, it'll pop up per episode. We're talking about that as sure. the night goes. Yeah. But and well, it's noticeable right away because yeah. they set it up differently. They set up like yeah. the really comfy chairs for the the royal family. Yes, there's no and then there's chairs. a lot of space, and yeah. then the normal people come in. Yes, right up in the crowd. Yeah, but, and, I mean, um, and then throughout oh, the night, so. like I, I think Tyler pointed out to me was the first one to be like, yeah, they're on their phones, they're like turned around, they're not watching the match. Yeah. No, they they could not care less. No, and they paid so much for this show. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the on, the online you know, rumors are anywhere from thirty to a hundred million dollars. Oh the Saudi goodness. royal family paid for this show. I mean, I will, just in fireworks I, alone. Yeah, I will say. Like, that, even, let's, go, let's go to the low end, that they paid Vince $30 million for this show. That's pure profit for Vince because they paid for the travel. They paid for the setup. Did they? They paid for yeah, everything? they paid for everything. So there's a, Is there yeah. just one member of the royal family that's a huge wrestling fan and it was his birthday? Yeah, I don't even think that just... it was that. It's that this is something that's Western and beloved. Well, and in... Um, in Saudi Arabia, they're like going through a transition right now. Like women just became able to drive, able to drive, and, and like yeah. yeah. So they're, I think that they're starting well, to kind of catch up, transition, yeah, yeah, transition into a different type of like media so or whatever. Clearly, until, until, like, you, until you dare show a commercial with a woman in a bikini, yeah, right. <laughs> I wasn't sure which commercial they got offended by. I it was assuming be, it was that one. And it not was the, the Ronda Rousey one. Okay, yeah. yeah, but we'll get into that when it, when it, we get to yeah. that part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I guess we'll go ahead and get in the first match then. Uh, Triple H and John Cena, uh, first time in, what, like eight years they've been in the yeah. ring together? But here's something you notice when that match starts. Both of them, even though Triple H is playing the heel, are kissing the kids' asses around the ring. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Triple H is out like, there taking selfies, and so John Cena has the did, army of children. Like, did you think 
I was surprised that that was the first match of the night. Right. Like, yeah. When and when they even say on the, the commentators hit. address yeah. it, and they say like Cena and uh, Triple H had like requested the honor of opening the I night. T- like, okay. Which I think is really just like they wanted to be done with it, and like well, or. or they wanted to be the first, like that trivia question, who wrestled in the first match on the first Saudi Arabian pay-per-view? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I don't know if you caught this. Michael Cole makes the greatest uh, call ever. He calls Triple H and John Cena seemingly Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he realized what, how insultingly he was. Like, it's in question of those guys, you know, the future CEO of the company and the well, one of the biggest box and, office draws in all time of all time. I know? assume the CEO can induct himself. Like, yeah, right. why not? I love the part of the match I love is how they start so old school. The test of strength. They want to. I think the reason these guys started was to introduce this crowd to what pro wrestling is. I mean, if you're right. gonna have two people in the ring, these are probably two are that know I, the WWE yeah, style. I jokingly said like they wanted to make sure they were over. So yeah, they yeah. were. They and were, they, were like, they got a huge pop, yeah, almost and, more so than anybody else. And like I said, you like you, I haven't seen a lockup or a test of strength start a match in years. Oh yeah, since like I mean so, honestly, since like '96 and so. There, I guess they were out. trying to get the crowd ready. Yeah, like this and is this what is, we're doing. That, this is a very quote unquote. Classic type of match. Like yes. they, yeah, it very they much do is. the the Vintage. arm locks and like you know they're like rent. I don't know. They, yeah, it, the crowd working him up into a reverse. I would thought I was watching Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yes. like, you definitely get that. Triple yeah. H is really good about playing that. So this whole pay per view and uh, is for a deal, a ten year deal, ten year deal. Yes. So, but presumably these people already watch it because they are fans. They've they been the show before. They okay. went there two or three years ago, but they did like they a ran, house show, right? Yeah, they ran house shows. In Riyadh and Jeddah and a couple other cities. Oh, okay. And the Saudi royal family decided, let's bring it here. And they're going back in November. Are which, they really? Yeah. Yep. Which would be hilarious if it was like Greatest Survivor Series. Oh, <laughs> Except we don't have half our people because the women aren't allowed. I will say the setup, though, like the stage and the show that they put on was a good show. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. way they used the fireworks for certain. Like, I was I was laughing about who got the fireworks yeah. treatment. Right. Who they well, the pyro. Worthy. It was so yeah. nice to have pyro back. I yes. miss pyro. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And that's the first thing to go. Yeah. Like, you, I love NXT, but you realize, like, man, without the pyro, the. You have to do something but interesting. But at least NXT has like the smoke machine. Yeah, they like they can, they at least make it interesting. I love with Cena and Triple H. They botch early on. S- Cena comes off the top rope, and I guess Triple H is supposed to catch him into a power bomb. He just misses. So Cena just yeah. wait, just on yeah. the and cover with the modified spine, spine buster. buster. And right. then they like they've committed to the term spine buster, so they keep calling it a power bomb slash spine yeah. buster. Yeah. And it's like, all right. You don't always have to cover up the mistakes. Yeah, you can just admit, like, I don't know what the I, hell that was. He didn't get all that <laughs> as, well, as he just the night goes up. on, they do start just being yes, like, Yes, they well, do. I think well, the okay. jet lag is kicking in at do that point. Do you think that there's anything to do about these guys? Like, there were a lot of botches on this show. A lot. Yeah. Does it have to do with all the travel they had to do? Their cycles being out of sync because they're not used to being... On the other side of the world. Yeah. yeah. True. The jet lag is messing Jet with lag them. and your sleep cycle because this show yeah. is airing. Not only that, but there's a lot of pressure on you. Oh, like, yeah. You're on, like, this well, is, I mean, is like, going to get a huge amount of money if yeah. this goes well. Yeah. And he's going to. This is arguably, like, this is bigger than WrestleMania for the company. Vince oh, made yeah. a lot more money off of this than did WrestleMania this year. Yeah. You also got to think, too, is they were hand fed all their uh, the, uh, uh, cuisine. From there, yeah, yeah. they so, were like like steeped in the culture. Yeah, right, like, they're, they're not eating exactly. 
Well, well, what's his name? Braun Strowman said he thought he was going to shit his pants in the ring a few times because he ate so much hummus that week. Yeah, just like he's just like. Uh, well, not like that. I'm sure travel because they go to places. They yeah. go to Britain quite a few times, but I think twice still, a year. Yeah, but I still think the Middle East is a little bit different because that is like almost yeah. polar opposite yeah. side yeah. of the 16 globe. Sixteen-hour flights. I wonder yeah. if Braun Strowman, you know, used his places I poop at in Saudi Arabia a lot. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> and then some of these guys, they're they're going to Saudi Arabia and they're coming back for the next week for backlash. Yeah. And then I mean, well, even well, in between that, is there a raw? Yeah. Or yeah. Ran, just just this show. You know, you had WrestleMania, and then you went over to South Africa, came back to the States, and then went to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and I know they do give certain people off. You'll see, like, Finn Balor won't be on one pay-per-view or whatever. It's like, Uh, that was poorly planned travel for that time of Speaking of poorly planned, John Cena does the fucking laziest five-knuckle shuffle I've ever seen. He doesn't even run anymore. He just puts his arm out and falls straight down. Which goes back to the WrestleMania thing. When I was like, I've never seen John Cena not in, as not into a match. Yeah. Like, uh, well, just here. wait. Just yeah. wait. Every match from now on. And I, okay, I'm not one of the guys that knocks Cena. I Dude will. works hard. He's, yeah. But there, yeah, he's, he's still got no you definitely tell when he's not into but it. But you got to remember, too, that like back when back in the WCW days when Hogan was doing movies, which were shitty, yeah. and, you know, that's fine. But Hogan wasn't wrestling at all during the – and yeah. The Rock, the same thing. For certain movies that The Rock has done – like he's only in the ring to talk on the microphone. Yeah, to like, sing a song. Yeah, he but is. that goes back a lot too to the old NBA days. Like, Ric Flair would not wrestle on TV, but he would be there cutting a promo on the next show. Right. Yeah. But we like, have to pay for the pay per view. Dusty, see I'm going to get you in Atlanta in four weeks, but I'm not wrestling until then. <laughs> um, they they really also overuse their finish. I know this is something I complain about a lot of modern yeah. wrestling, but like we get pedigrees and. Attitude adjustments, adjustments out the ass yeah. in this match. We get Superman punches and to spears. To the point where it's like every time only. they kick out, I'm like, yeah, of course they're going to kick out. Yeah. I'm actually surprised when you get a pin because yeah. like it's so easy to kick out of it, apparently. Right. Yeah, it's oh boy. Um, So this match is pretty predictable. Uh, Cena gets the win, which I guess he needed it because Cena got his ass handed to him by The Undertaker the last time we had seen him. Um, Hand over fist. Yeah, yeah. do you guys like, Do you, what do you feel about Cena, Tyler? Like someone who's watched more recently, uh, he's totally out of wrestling. He's just doing it to cut a paycheck. He's think, what the, the Rock was. Yeah, well, I think now it's just the mainly just to bring a draw in. Yeah, like, this match was to bring a draw. Yeah. towards his pay per view. But uh, I, you know, I don't with, think it's a draw. I don't think as far as he's like, I actually believe Cena is probably one of the nicer people in the company when it like has a better. Um, you because you see him do like kids shows and shit. I think he exactly. does more with like the community. Yeah, quote, he, doesn't unquote. he host like Nickelodeon's um, awards? Yeah, and stuff? He like and he's, he's, he's probably he's done more to get eyes. But on like, the I very active in Make a Wish. Yeah, and he's, he has he, that uh, team captain persona of the yeah. locker room yeah. that they, the, the Undertaker hit, used to have. I think right? like yeah. Well, I but think that, that was a good worker too. Cena is and the public face. Yeah, Taker still up. runs the show in the back. Yeah, he's still you know the head guy in charge. But if you need someone to go on yeah. like you know uh, the late night talk shows, Cena's yeah. probably your guy. But I'll give Cena credit for this: he's not Hulk Hogan. No, he's yeah, he's, he's, he's willing a, to take the sacrifice. He's a better is, worker than Hogan ever was. He's a better promo than Hogan ever was. Just like this right here, and he's <laughs> all, he's also yeah, a better he, person because Hogan's kind of an asshole. Yeah. He Although I do think he is match. the person, like when he does do the speech. What an honor and a privilege it is to be allowed to be a part of an event like today. Regardless of what is going on in my universe, I was not going to miss this event for anything in the world. 
I want to send a genuine thank you to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia for its unmatched hospitality that extends far beyond this evening. Like, that's good for the company. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and, and anybody who can actually do it, he pulls it off. So he does match. He does this whole, like, thank you for allowing me the honor. To entertain you. And Motherfucker learned Mandarin Chinese because the company asked him to. Really? Yes. For, was that for one specific? No, well, they're, they're trying to break into China. Like, they're trying to break into Saudi Arabia. Oh, India. so they need their top guy to be able to yeah, throw out some phrases. Yeah, and just like, that's smart. last week, Triple H announced that he wants territorial NXTs. He really? wants NXT UK, NXT Middle East, NXT Asia. This That'd be awesome because, like, then you can actually empire. get like, yeah, yeah, these people training up. And just get... like, just like when Vince took out the territories back in the day. Now they're putting them back. Hunter <laughs> wants to put them back and make them be WWE branded. That's, yeah, actually, that's a smart he, idea. Triple like H that. is what's best for business, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, um, so let's move on. We next one we have uh, the uh, two hundred five. Like, see, like, it seems like they do this all the time now. Yeah. Or like, well, both main rosters we've covered. Yeah. Uh, Callisto taking on Cedric Alexander. So um, this and was at least they were on the main favorites. Show. Yeah, right? at least they weren't oh, pre oh, like opening the pre-show like yeah. they were at WrestleMania. Um, I love this guy, Callisto. Yeah. Callisto is interesting. I like. I only know him from internet videos I've seen, and I know he botches a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, he has okay. a reputation for botching. No, right? that's Sin Cara. Oh, Sin Cara well, uh, has the real. Like, Callisto is most famous for his after last year's draft and his horrendous promo. If you ever chance to go watch it, watch it because he's like, I'm gonna come to SmackDown and. Do a lucha thing, yeah! <laughs> it's like, woo! You're like, what the fuck <laughs> was that? Flair. So when anybody like blo- just can't blanks, they just throw out a Ric Flair woo. I think that's yeah. how it was invented. It's the time filler. Holy shit, sir. Um, so, like, I actually, like, I've been getting into 205 Live. I think yeah. they're getting really interesting. Like, I do think they're getting robbed a little bit of these... What would have been the the biggest match of the year? Yeah. It gets relegated to to go on a well, normal pay per view. I think the biggest problem with two hundred five live is the fact that it has to be live. Yeah. So they tape it after SmackDown, and the crowd is not doesn't want to watch more wrestling. Yeah, and that's actually so. Like, I don't know the exact length of this pay per view. If I had to a sh- guess, a little under five hours. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's just too much. Yeah. Like I like Mortal NXT does what about two two and a half? Yeah. You know, uh, New Japan does like I think about three. Yeah. Five hours is way too much, even with the pre-show, because they usually sneak a couple of shows or yeah. matches on there. They didn't this time, which I kind of liked because I could I almost like I didn't have to watch the pre-show. Yeah, and but, I think you'd almost have to because the fucking the Greatest Royal Rumble is going to take up so much yeah, time. Yeah. Not only that, but they have every male belt on the line here. Yeah, which I think yeah. I guess that was just a, a pure gimmick of like, like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna present to we're gonna every belt. the greatest Royal yes. Rumble and every bell's gonna be on the line, yes. even though most of them won't change hands tonight. Well, because right. some of them couldn't, but we can get to the match. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what did you think of the Kalisto Cedric Alexander match? I liked it. I did too. I actually like, thought it was like an early highlight. Like you said, get into two hundred five live. Uh, the show I always liked the show kind of dragged for a little bit a few months ago, but now with uh, Triple H taking over and Rockstar Spud as the GM, so it's not really a piece of Raw anymore. They're their own show. Yeah, they're they're like NXT, now. and it's they're more catered to the network. I would let uh, let me see it not be live. Yeah, to Just actually two hundred five, and like. Tape it in full sale with NXT. Yeah. Because the crowds are dead after SmackDown. It's like, can we just go? Yeah. This think, match is great. You, you get that go? near the end of this pay-per-view a yeah. little bit. So more of the smaller arena uh, content. Yeah. I mean, they did a 205 Live round of shows a while back, and those got rave reviews like, this is really good. Right. And there were house shows. Um, I love this match. I love anytime you get people who can do 
you can go for a while who have great stamina yeah. and can do really inventive moves. There's uh, a seated springboard Spanish fly, I think is what they call it, from that the top turnbuckle. That was awesome. Was, like, yeah, it was the first time in this, this pay-per-view where I was like, that was great. Like, well, that was you know, a, a worthy moment. Just like I said before, the Cruiserweights get a bad rap now. They do because they're not like they used to be. No. They're still powerhouses. These guys yeah. can still do power bombs. Well, but, and and the reason for and that is because so many of the guys on the main roster do the shit that they right. used to be famous for for cruiserweights. Finn Balor and Daniel Bryan are cruiserweights. They're both under two hundred yeah, pounds. Yeah, and they they routinely. But fly no from one the will ever put. The, they'll never be on two hundred five live. They're two so biggest stars. This match was supposed to be Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy. correct? And he. In kayfabe, didn't make didn't make weight, and I guess he didn't want to put on the Christian uh, rubber chicken suit and yeah. shit, you know. Yeah, which I don't. Weight. I mean, I guess that was just for the storyline purposes. Yeah, I, I was I interested. Cause I actually like Buddy Murphy, and yeah. I was really hoping he would be in here. I love Callisto, or Callisto. Yeah, but I think they missed something. Yeah. Um, so this match, uh, this match actually gets the crowd over. The kids love it. Oh, yeah. I think anytime you get a, a lucha wrestler in the ring, the kids tend to go crazy. Well, just the. High flying, quick on the feet aspect. Uh, yeah. Everyone's just in awe of the exact how fast opposite these guys of move. the Cena Triple H yes. test of strength. So polar opposites. You guys heard about the ad that aired before this match that completely pissed off the Saudis, right? No, which one was So it was this? the backlash ad. Oh, okay. And it had the women yep. in their gear, especially Carmella in her little swimsuit. And the men in the crowd are going nuts. And allegedly the royal family was quite pissed. And they, the, they had they issued an apology they, the next they, day, they, right? We apologize for this indecent ad being aired. <laughs> you know, we are committed. Is, we are committed to our ideology. And that like, is like uh, you figure if you spend thirty million on something, you would do a storyboard or you would ask them what exactly are you planning to show? Like the promos yeah. were pre-made. Like, or, they, but yeah, uh, it's just they should like there was some fan footage of that ad being aired, and it was a combination of hooting and hollering and like people yelling profanity. In Arabic at the screen, it's like, oh boy. That, and I'm almost surprised they would be such big fans of WWE because it's such a westernized sport. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like grandos, it's, you know, like and macho he, kids. Like, even, know, the, even the women that wear gear are pretty scantily clad. Yeah, I mean, everyone besides like Nia Jax well, is was, like the That was my thought too when I taught that bit, like the commercial or whatever, yeah. where they're all singing or whatever. It was like, dude, this is, this. Just got to piss off like every. I think they took. I think you have to be sensitive to cultures you don't understand. Um, not to say that they should have done something different with. Like I don't think they could have not pissed them off. Like it's just would have been better to completely cut the women out, which I yeah. thought was what they would have done. Yeah, but right. I, I think it was one of those things like, oh, we got backlash coming up. Here's the ad. They didn't even think about it. It's too yeah, bad but like mm-hmm. it, they really, really it's should irony. have been. It's like there's a reason why the women backlash. aren't here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the cruiserweight match. Now yeah. So uh, this match, uh, really quick pace. It doesn't last very long. Alexander gets the lumbar check and retains the title out of a, a reversal of Oswina del Sol, which was a cool spot. Yeah, it was. It, the, this whole match is really. Good. Yeah, Kalisto's finisher into Cedric's finisher, which I liked. I love one, Cedric Alexander. Like, the, as I watched this match, I thought that, like, once again, the mid-card guys are way more entertaining to watch than... Very it's the, D, so. it's the yeah. WCW yeah. thing. You they're, know, like, they're trying to be seen, and they're not just coasting. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Because they have an opportunity here. They're in front of a lot of people, and they can really yeah. stun people. Right. Boom. Um, so, yeah, this match is great. We're moving on to a uh, – well, this is – I don't know how you guys feel about this match. What do you guys feel about Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt now that they've been a team? The, the very, leader of worlds, they're called now? The, very, the leader very of worlds. Interesting. That's the stupidest here's, team here's name the thing. of all time. You've got the leader of worlds who are on Raw versus the bar drafted to SmackDown. 
I wonder who's winning this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I don't think like since I've been back into wrestling, I don't think I've seen the bar pick up a victory. I think they're. Well, I mean, only they are four to... time Raw. Tag I think team they champions. were, but like recently, I've only seen them pretty much get squashed. They lost to fucking Nicholas for God's sake, like and then <laughs> this they, is they lost to Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, true. I don't like the bar. At all. I just I, I don't like Cesaro or whatever. What? How can you what? not like Cesaro? I, just, I don't. He's I've watched his older now. matches and I think he's great. Yeah, if you go back like, and watch like him and Chris Hero, the Kings of Wrestling at ROH. Cesaro, Clasti, or uh, Claudio Casanoli, when he was called in the Indies, his real name, fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and I think he's one of those guys where they just drop him out so hard now that if like when me and Brandon got back into it, we only know him as a guy that's he's kind of like, got Dolph Ziggler disease. He's yep. really talented, yeah, really good. Let's drop very him contain- out. Very contagious yeah. disease. Yeah, yes. Dolph Ziggler disease. Yes, um, for only five. So yeah, this man. one, but this match, like everyone knew who was going to win. Obviously, the yes. people, the team that's going to stay on fucking Raw, Raw is going to keep the Raw belts. You're not going to have the Raw tag team titles on SmackDown. No, because God forbid they would do a story that interesting. <laughs> 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 Um, I love the, the announcers are still bringing up Nicholas like it was the yeah. greatest thing that ever happened and then like I read a lot online and it was either people were loving it being like this is the greatest thing ever or people were just like I hate this, this it's is- like I said in the review of Wrestlemania it was kind of dumb especially the next night to skip the belts up that kid is made for the rest of his life yeah I just wish they would have done like if yeah. you're gonna bring a kid in like have more of a Plot in, in store rather than like we win it and we he have to should give it have back. done one move. That's all. Yeah, I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Like, I, like, run up and kick Cesaro in the shins. Yeah, we, like, this is literally like the fourth or fifth paper we've been covering together. And like, how many times has the vital t- a title been vacated? I th- yeah. think quite a few. There's this meme going on online that's going on for years that vacant is the greatest champion in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> He's held every belt multiple times. He just thinks of Shawn Michaels alone. I think he's like the all-time champ. He's uh, there, he's like a 43-time U.S. champion. Is vacant. Um, this match is like I don't. It's really interesting. The crowd could not give a shit oh, yeah. about this match. It was uh, so generic. Yeah, and it's, it like, they don't really have a reason to be like the bar doesn't really have a reason to hate anybody. They're just constantly put in these matches where they're supposed to hate be Ron the guys, Strowman. be the believable guys. Yeah, they can get beat, and it means something. And I just mm-hmm. don't think their personality is strong enough. They don't have like they don't have anything they're against. I mean, Sheamus. Is pro- I mean, he's probably booked weakest of any multiple-time former world champion. Yeah. He's won four world titles. And, like, and yeah, you would not know just, that just if you came in today. He was set to be the babyface. Yeah? What happened to him exactly? Like, uh, I, they, just, I, they just recently found out that he has a... a spinal s- stenosis. Yes. Sort of like what Daniel Bryan has. but they, uh, No, no. It was what Edge had. Okay. Oh, so it's something that might actually like yes. stop him from wrestling. He actually has to, when he's backstage, he has to lay in a neck hammock. Really? So, oh, that like, is super sad. He has narrowing of the spinal column. So his, his, his time is limited. Yes. So his time as a top guy oh, is probably shit. I mean, over. That's even worse to then yeah. see how hard he's jobbed out. Like, yeah. I would like to give, like, it would have been better had they, the bar won the titles and taken them to SmackDown. And then you would or have, come think, back to Raw. Or, yep. yeah, or, or just, like, free agents. You could have made something out of that. Yeah. Especially right. if you know your guy is actually going to, like, not be able to wrestle. Before, though, it would be the best if they would change those shitty belts. I hate those fucking belts. Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is it the red leather or is it the Spartan design? It's both. I don't like that it's it's everything about it. Like, I don't like the Spartan design. I, I think that the the brightly colored leather or whatever it looks, looks like Play-Doh. It looks like plastic. So it's like, okay, I, this is for I like, my, my I favorite belt growing up was like the bright like, yellow, so I love no. the distinct belts. I, I liked... The original Spartans, the the bronze plate yes. and the black leather, those yes. were cool. Well, how long did they have, or when did they change those exactly? Twenty ten. Okay, it's been a, okay, it's been yeah. a while. Um, 
So yeah, I love that they just call it in this match. The crowd is so lukewarm that I think Cole just says like, "I don't even. I don't think the Saudis know what to make of this yeah. match. Like, mm-hmm. none of us do. We don't know why we're watching it on a pay per view." <laughs> this was your merch break match. Yeah. So Thoroughly. it's. I mean, honestly, Hardy gets worked over most of the match. Hot tag to Wyatt. Elevated twist of fate, which I actually do like as a finisher. I don't putting those together. Really, why I don't. not? Um, how is that any more effective or than just a regular? Twist yeah, of fate? right. Like I said, I like, mean, how was the. Uh, 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 Demolition of Doom. What was their te- the finisher? The Doomsday Device. Yeah, like how is that really? Because you're falling, you're taking a bump at least from the higher yeah, elevation. Yeah, it's just like a cross. It's just yeah. like a clothesline from the top rope. Like, but uh, the problem with or the match- JBL's clothesline from hell. Like right. that's just a clothesline. Ah, yeah. he does lay that into big you, meaty though. arm. Yeah, it's one um, of these stiffest fuckers out there. <laughs> as much as I love a good tandem move, I watch that and I'm like, that's. Dumb. I right. think for me it was just something I like. I like the twist of fate. I've always been a fan of it because yeah. I've always loved the Hardys. So I love that the their finisher is still his move. But it's just another diamond cutter. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, it, that's what that's how you know you have a great move though. Because like the stone, the stunner was a move. Well, yeah, but done it's before, like, but like everybody from the nineties had some variation of the, a diamond, diamond cutter, cutter stunner. Yeah. Like, I wonder uh, that'd be a good topic one day. The uh, the fads of finishers, yes. like how they come in and out of Vogue. Um, and speaking of Hardys, that's our, our fucking, I don't know why, speaking of, don't know why they're doing this, Jeff Hardy, Jinder Mahal, United States Championship. I another I nice want to try hard to like Jinder Mahal because I don't want to be racist, and I think the guy had It talent, doesn't make you racist, not yeah, to like yeah. Canadian. Yeah. How can it just seems like it's like the one, for you. My, the one okay. minority is like- Just because you don't like the brown guy does not make you racist, okay? It seems like, it, that sentence alone makes it seem like I am racist. <laughs> But, but, um, I mean, but I've seen that. Like I actually saw him live. Like when we went last year to Money mm-hmm. in the Bank. Yeah, I, I want to like him. But I think he has talent. But they just don't put him in favorable matches. This, well, is, an, this is another match that was never in doubt. Well, and he yeah. also plays a heel. So like, yeah. I guess it's working. It's like, yeah, anti-American. But he's playing. Yeah, that maybe evil, that's what I'm. That evil foreign heel that is so played out. Yeah, yep. we've been seeing this since yeah. Iron Sheik, and even back then it was probably like a little overdone. Well, and it's been going on in the wrestling business since it started. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I love. I don't know what they gave the announcers. Like they just are like subtly getting in jabs at everyone tonight. Yeah, well, during this match they say. Uh, these men are here to capture some kind of glory. Like, they can't even, like, not even glory. Some kind of glory. Corey Graves is really bad for that. He will, like, openly mock. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, even either the match or his fellow commentators. We'll come up on that later when something great happens, and they try to, like, blow by it, and he will not let them, yeah, it's, and it's, it's amazing. Um, so you told me Jeff Hardy's doing better now? Like, because it's really hard to tell. He seemed like he was... He's clean. He's clean. Is he really? Yeah, no, he's yeah. clean. I, no, is that just like years better. of partying that you, just is taking the effects? You saw, like, go watch his TNA shit. Like, that's Ugh. Jeff Hardy fucked up. Sad. The, the, yeah, really that's, sad. that is hard to watch because you're like, man, I like you, and I know that you're a good fucking performer, but he was going down that Scott Hall road for a minute. Oh, yeah. He, he looks a lot better now. in his life. Now, <laughs> yeah. are you ready to talk about the best part of this match? Yes. <laughs> the whisper in the wind. That, oh, that my was God. just a whisper. We need to find that gif and put it on our Twitter because it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Jinder Mahal takes the bump two seconds after he should have. It, after Jeff Hardy completely, After he clearly knows misses. he shouldn't have taken the bump. Like, oh, he missed. And he's, and he's like, I'll throw uh, back. Boom. Take a bump. I was like, oh, that was And amazing. they mentioned in the commentaries like, Maybe just the force of Jeff Hardy going by. <laughs> exactly. The he's playing bomb, man. They can, they can <laughs> like, blow over some stuff. He's straight up. They've been trying to cover that so hard. It's like. Oh, he's just tricking him. <laughs> he's yeah, playing, playing dead. Nice, um, nice try, Michael. Yeah, so this match, I 
Matt Hardy wins, like we all knew he was going Jeff to. Or Jeff, Hardy I'm sorry, Jeff Hardy. That's how little I paid attention to this damn well, yeah, exactly. it's just like you can't have these matches with people on different brands for brand-specific titles. Yeah, and how is that going to work? Or why? how can you build up a rivalry if they don't see each other, you know, three Which weeks I'm, out of I'm, the month? Worries me because I love the brand split. And the fact that we're going back to dual-branded pay-per-views worries me. But it should be great because you should, like – they're Realistically, all, it should be like, oh, I get to see these two that would never fight. Well, no, but, but it that's won't the because it'll be all it'll be t- all titles. Yes, yeah, like, just like all this. It becomes. Yeah, and you're and not gonna like, have those uh, personal feud matches. A lot of guys got over because of the original brand split that would not have gotten over. We might never seen a CM Punk right yeah. for the original. The brand fact split. that they had to find more guys or to be Dolph the Ziggler. Well, and got, even uh, the Miz. Some of the the best feuds that like like I remember back in the '90s when. Uh, Mankind won the title or whatever, but leading up to that, that was like he was a mid. He wasn't a mid card guy, but he he, he wasn't was, someone you would stick like, a belt on. He, well, and he wasn't the main event. Like no. Triple H and you'd the Rock, go, and you'd Stone send him Cold out there before the main, the main event. event to right. you know get the crowd worked but up. Because he got to do so many pay per views in a row as the mid card guy, he was able to get himself over. Now we're just going to see title matches because yeah. they've got like sixteen of them, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know the. It doesn't allow you to really tell a story. So, yeah, the the leaders of worlds retain, and then we go to the super awkward prayer break. Uh, not only that, the weird like they do the weirdest promo cut here. We go to Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross, who are there for just this, I guess. I think it's been spicy. There's spicy. A little, there's extra sauce in those ribs here tonight, right. and there's a lot of extra effort because of this amazing atmosphere. It's just. Hard to explain how you feel here tonight. Yes. yes. They don't commentate the whole night. No. Not one match. So do we talk about the prince and his request? Yeah, okay, what was this? Because I vaguely remember the prince. Okay, so if you believe Dave Meltzer, if you do, if you don't, it's fine. The Saudi crown prince made some request of who he wanted on the show. One of them being that guy in the black hat and the guy in the crown <laughs> being King and JR. <laughs> he wanted the Undertaker, which they obliged. He'll be here later. And he also wanted Yokozuna and the Ultimate Warrior, and uh, which that's going to be a little hard to do <laughs> because they're shovel. dead. Yeah, yeah. Yokozuna has been dead for eighteen years. I, oh, I wanted to see Hunter deal with that. <laughs> yes. and like, is that why the sumo wrestler was there? Yes, that's we we'll talk about that in the Greatest World Rumble. Yeah, we'll that's that. why that, that was random the biggest sumo, question. And there yeah. was a lot of question marks where I was scratching yeah. my head. This paper the random that was sumo like, guy, the, the Hiroki Sumi. Like, I'm watching. I'm like. Man, I am obsessed with wrestling. I have no idea who the hell this guy right. is. <laughs> and we do get the uh, the prayer, uh, the, the, the promo package prayer. for Saudi Arabia, which just oh. makes it seem like the most progressive, Pro- liberal, yeah, forward-thinking place in the world. Place in the world. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, but can't you still be beheaded for being gay in this country? Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can. I mean, not, and then, uh, not only that, but uh, if you go through all the wrestlers that were there, we were taking photos of this and that, this and that, and all the selfies. Look in the background, there's like, Fucking a dead dog in the middle of the street, or a fucking <laughs> cow walking down the middle of the street, tires everywhere, a car that's taken. Yeah, apart. Like, like it's almost it's, like bad taste to spend thirty million on a pay per view when some of your people are starving and can't afford, you know, basic necessities. Yeah, but in America we built sports stadiums as opposed to uh, yep, yeah, you can't knock it. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't knock it, but, but we do the same damn thing. But at least try and it. Then, yeah, right. And then the the last promo package we get is Chris Jericho, Mojo Rawley. I mean, come on, it just rolls off the tongue. Which I love. Anytime this man I, is on the mic. But he needs a crowd that appreciates his humor. Yeah. It fucking suffers. I'm sure, too, that there's somewhat of a language barrier for a lot of that audience. Yeah, and you see that when they brought in the 
the trainees, the the Saudi Arabia like talent they scouted. Like they, he did the English, and then he did the, you know, well, the best one, the long haired one. And we'll get to that more when we get into it. He <laughs> works the the California awesome. indie scene. Yeah, he's clearly they brought him over to do the tryouts. Yeah, Oh, uh, did they really? Yes, That's I was really going to say he like he's in character the yeah. whole time. <laughs> he, is a, he is a North California indie worker. He, oh, he looks like a Keanu Reeves surfer dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I mean, after the prayer break, which is just awkward placement in at, this, but back up on the network now, um, they I think they've turned it down because like I did not catch it. I didn't watch it the same day. You um, watched it later. I so watched you think it. They edited it out. Yeah. No, I mean, this it, is the same package. Is it? Oh, is it? Yeah. I I did not catch it. Like I knew that's what was going on because of how long the break was. Yeah. Um, and it's it's, it's really like awkward. Like we've never seen that before. Break. It's yeah. very awkward. But yeah, we're not used to intermissions in WWE pay per views. We're also not used to like prayers. Like the you just yeah. watch people beat the crap out of each other. Well, I mean, when, you're in, when you're in a theocracy, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, they right. go back to the uh, I guess the round table of commentaries and you can just barely, faintly hear the music on the background of the prayer and you can yeah, see the call people, to prayer yeah, yeah you can see the people bowing and all that stuff in the background and it's just like well this is kind of weird it's like i would not especially see- when they haven't bent over backwards for other cultures right and the way in they- somewhat days they have like they kissed india's ass for a while yeah. yeah i mean again you know a billion people yeah. that's a large audience you can the eyes for our product money mm-hmm. talks though so yeah, yeah yes it does which this show is proof of that <laughs> right yeah Surprised they didn't just go with the color green for this entire. Yeah, yeah. they kind of did. They did. There's a, lot of <laughs> green, there's a lot of green and reds in this show. Yeah. All right. So for this next match, TJ, you want to read me your notes? What did you write for this? <laughs> SmackDown Tag Team Title Match. Eh. That, that's uh, almost as good as mine. My notes were boring. Squash match. Usos are buried. I didn't. But at, at I least I watched this one. <laughs> at you, least it this, was like two minutes, man. Yeah. It was <laughs> at least this one. There was some question as to who was going to win. Like, hey, the Usos could win. Up it's until two, the match started. Yeah, it's like, two SmackDown yeah. tag teams. Then it starts, and you're like, okay, so Bludgeon's going over hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this. Oh, they did this at WrestleMania, too. They're really pushing these guys as... You have to like build... a powerhouse. Yeah, which... Mm, mm, you kind of mm. have to build those SmackDown tag titles up. Yeah. I mean, have they ever been... In, well, when was the last time they were important? Well, they're only two years old, so... Yeah, so they've never been important. <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, we can just skip this match. It's not, I mean, we've talked about it longer than the match went on, I think, yeah, and we've made it more much. interesting than it really was. I think the entrances and, were longer than the match. And of, yeah, course, oh, of course, no disrespect to those four guys who can work. No, they can. I think they just weren't giving anything to do. Yeah, it's just the match, it was a spot on the card. Yeah, and it was like, get this over with in five minutes because we have to get yeah. the the rest of this done so we can get to the Royal Rumble. Which pisses me off because, like, I'm going to rant for a second, but please do. I I get so sick of these like 5-hour, 7-hour pay-per-views. Like, mm-hmm. dude, let's 3 is enough. It's totally enough. If you need an hour build up, bring back Sunday Night Heat. But like I I hate when I turned this on and saw that the runtime was 5 hours. I was like, god damn it. Well, and then you like, look at the card length and it's like first match is 5 minutes, second match 7 minutes. Like and, until you get to the last two, they're all super short. Yeah. And they don't do anything with it. Like, you can do something with a short match. And supposedly, this is how they're going to be from now on with the dual branded at least four hours. And it's like, oh, God, no. Yeah, this, that's too much, honestly. Three like, hours of weekly Raw is too much. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so moving on, they actually, oh, God, like the one high spot. Like, I was excited going into this match, and I knew it was going to be good, and they did not disappoint. Uh, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe versus The Miz. This was my favorite match. Intercontinental. I definitely yes. And yeah. if I can speak really quickly on this match, I loved, loved, loved the NXT ladder match. Yeah, the one we covered. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This one, I love just as much, if not slightly more, 
for the proper storytelling. These four guys worked together so well. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, there was more logical ladder use. Yeah, I think they did more probably more yeah. high spots in the NXT one, yes. more things I've never seen done with the ladder. But you can tell, like, especially with Finn Balor and Samoa Joe, these guys used to work together. They know each other so well. Uh, yeah. Somebody put it on Twitter, I forget who, but they said the NXT title match was guys having match with a ladder. This was a ladder match. Yes. Yeah. This, that is a very good distinction. Yeah. Very um, well choreographed. I love, yeah. like, right at, near the beginning of this match, Samoa Joe teases uh, a pile driver onto the ladder. Yeah. And, you like, I they teased it so well that I thought it might legitimately happen, which yeah. I love when they can do that. They can make it, like, such a close cutoff. Yeah. Because you can usually tell when someone's not getting powerbombed because yeah. they're not putting their weight into Speaking it. Speaking of Samoa Joe, there's one spot in this match that he did that I loved. He set the ladder up in the corner to whip Finn Balor into it. And when getting Finn Balor, the ladder fell. And he just completely he, adapts. He, on the fly, yeah, he just, body slams him onto it. He didn't, like, look around like, oh, what do I do now? He's like, oh, body no, slam. immediately body slams. And then, like, pushes picks him off with, back, like... Picks it back up, puts it back in the corner, and whips Seth Rollins into it. Yeah. And Even like, when he goes to whip Seth Rollins, the ladder falls a little bit, and yeah. he, like, adjusts his course to yeah. send him directly into it. And yeah. I saw that, and, you know, me being the student of the game and the guy that likes good storytelling... That was really good. That wasn't panic. Like, oh. Especially, how long has Samoa Joe been gone at this point? Does anybody remember? It's been four months. Four, has it only been yeah. four months? Okay, I thought yeah. it had been longer. And what was he gone with? A knee injury? Shoulder Yeah, injury? something along those lines. Yeah. It was, a, it was like a, So, like, usually you, you kind of expect someone to come back from injury to be a little rusty. Like, they're, I'm, they're, I'm sure they're training in the back, but it's different being in front of a crowd. And yeah. then you're, like, jet-lagged, and you're in front of a very special crowd at this one. Yeah. And he, like, comes back with a with full four. Like, he's... Like, cause this is just a rehash of the WrestleMania bout. The only thing new is a ladder and Samoa Joe. But yeah. those are two enough. That, like, it was enough to make it a completely different match. And, okay, after this match, some people gave Finn Balor crap for yeah. not wearing his rainbow gear. Yeah. And I defended it by saying, um, he hadn't worn, and he said it himself, too. He'd wrestled six shows since Mania. Yeah. And had not worn that rainbow gear. Including one we saw. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, and he's like, I didn't then. not wear it because it was in a country that's not the doesn't have any or the best gay rights. I didn't wear it because that was my WrestleMania gear. Seth Rollins is not the White Walker in this match. Yeah, well, right. uh, Finn Balor does this for everyone. When, when SummerSlam, when he won, when he beat Seth Rollins yeah. for the uh, what title was it? The inaugural Universal title. Universal title. He had like the the paint that he only wore for that one pay per view. He's worn it a couple times since then. Like Has he, he, I thought it was like slightly modified. Like it, was. it was. He changes it up every little bit every time, but he's been the demon character on the main roster a couple times now. Yeah, but the, the paint is always slightly different. Cause you yeah. can see on the toys where it's like summer Different like, colors. Exclusive, yeah. yeah. The match he was supposed to have with uh, Bray Wyatt, he wore the pumpkin demon gear. He wore yeah, which I, I love that. I love That was pretty dope. Yeah. There's a great spot in this match where Rollins uh, – goes to suplex Baller off the top turnbuckle and Samoa Joe comes under Rollins and power bombs him as he's suplexing him. Yes. Fucking what, love that what's move. What's so cool about that is when they show you the replay in like on the Phantom Cam or whatever, you see that um Rollins and um oh, who Ballard. was Baller, their backs hit flat on the mat at exactly the yes. same moment. It's I one of the most like, perfectly executed yeah. three-man moves I've like ever seen. You so motherfuckers good. know your bodies well. Yeah. <laughs> and it would also look like Rollins was legitimately suplexing him. Like, mm-hmm. the, the pain was going, you know, Samoa Joe was hurting Rollins, who was hurting Baller, and the Miz was just that hurt outside. one of those moves, though, where, it, like, to me, you, it's a, you have to stretch your... Believability. Be- yeah, yes. like yeah. your imagination there, because, like, 
you know that if somebody's getting up on the like the way that Samoa Joe gets in there, like no one would do this. It's no not one would a have pr- their legs <laughs> yeah. spread that wide. This is not like, a practical fight. You can move. see that when someone <laughs> has a, a ladder good. on them and someone's gonna like frog splash, and you can see them grab the ladder in the last moments and hold it real tight. You right. know, but like anything in wrestling, you just suspend disbelief. Yeah, yeah. You do. and when it's done well and it's done quick enough, it you totally do. These guys are masters at selling. And their I craft. think when they do like even with this one because it was a little bit of a slower move, but because it was executed so well it, it just looks good you're like yeah okay that it's was, one of those replay was, moves like yeah. that's gonna oh, yeah. be the one that they're gonna pull from backlash when they're showing a pre like promo. a uh, posterized yeah oh yeah exactly that's the kind of thing you'd freeze frame that and uh-huh. hurts it off um baller does anybody know when he gets hurt he starts bleeding above his eyes yes what happened it was in the finish so when we get to the finish we'll talk about that okay well we're actually kind of uh, the, this match also isn't super long yeah. Um, we're kind of near the finish, which like, because that is the moment I think most yeah, people are going to talk that about. Was, that, that was dope. I can't believe Finn Balor is still in this, Corey. This could be his night. It's been a brilliant effort by Balor. Listen, Finn has figured out the strategy: keep everybody down, one superstar at a time. Now the ring is all Finns. Here goes Finn. Big Finn is. is within reach, and Rollins cat like from the top rope to the Rollins grabbing the title. Rollins, he's got the title. Seth Rollins wins. Unreal. That was one of the best ladder match finishes ever. I've yeah, no, I've seen. I was telling Brandon, like, I don't know why they okayed this because anytime they do something like this, it has a propensity to go bad. Right. Jeff Hardy trying to walk across the ladders, yeah. and grab the belt, like it's, they're they're wobbly, they're unpredictable, right? And it was, like, but Seth Rollins, he's a CrossFit guy, isn't he? Yes, like yes. super workout. They call him CrossFit Jesus. Yeah, okay, and you can tell because he does the most ballers up on the ladder, pretty much victory, just assured. Yeah, assured. And out of nowhere, like he happens to. Springboarding off the ropes, onto the ladder. Running up and yeah. grabbing the belt in like two seconds. And when yeah. he pulls it down, he, he stiffs Fit Balor yes. on accident. It, oh, is that where? With he... the belt and it cuts him above his oh, eyes. And starts bleeding. I was like, I watched this match twice or three yeah. times and I did not see that blood until he's on the ladder. Yes. Yeah. When Seth pulls the belt down, he stiffs Balor with the glass. That's, that's awesome. That's, well, it's not awesome, but it's like... <laughs> Uh, it's it's a believable moment. Like yeah. he is just ripping it off there because like, and I love that. Like you wonder why people don't try to do that. Like in a cage match, mm-hmm. lay the person out and then run the hell out. Like you know, open the door, open yeah. the door. They always do that thing where they're running up the ladder and they're all worn out, so they have to do one leg at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're looking around to make sure like, are they in their place? Are they ready? Okay, right. they can stop me. I was just so surprised that when he did springboard to the ladder, that his uh, feet. Didn't slide through. Yeah, the ladder. or the, like, the ladder didn't shift. Right. You know, like Bowler was able to keep the like. I don't know if they rigged that or like. So many things could have gone wrong in that spot, and they pulled it off beautifully. Yes, right. yeah. and I don't it think was, they could have yeah. asked for a better ending. Like no. Finn Bowler sitting there looking like dazed, like what the hell just happened? Whoa. It was in his grasp, yeah. and it was yeah. robbed. Uh, and it, 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 it just sets it up for because I know this is probably going to be one of <clears> many more matches we're going to see between yeah. these. I think they're just, guys. this is going to be a rivalry for the whole year. Yeah, probably. With the exception of The Miz, because he's now on SmackDown, you probably see Balor and Rollins feud for a while over the IC title. That's what I would do. Be, that would, Personally, yeah. I would do it because I think those two guys in a ring are always going to like yeah. put on a pretty st- uh, show-stealing yeah, performance. This match made me like, because I've told you before that like Rollins is not my favorite. I, yeah. I started liking him a lot more after I saw this match in particular like there and he does this quite a bit i i really enjoy him of all the yeah. three guys from the shield i mm-hmm. think he's probably my favorite oh yeah absolutely where is dean ambrose at the moment injured injured okay so he is still with the company yeah. he just hasn't been on in a long time um i wonder how much further along seth would be if he hadn't had the whole 
dick pic incident happen. Right. Okay, well, explain, because I've, I've heard of this. What, so what exactly happened? He, his girlfriend caught him cheating on her with this other NXT girl. Just like the, the Bray Wyatt story, essentially. Yes, and so she put out on his Instagram and Twitter a dick pic of him, him standing naked, that he sent her. <laughs> and to the point where, so... WWE.com has the superstars Twitter feeds on the bottom of this, of this. and I'm sure they just like auto yeah and it, it, right live and living color on the front page WWE.com is Seth Rollins dick <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh I miss the good I miss so many good moments yes alright so yeah I think we all agree we pretty, we, we love this match yeah, this we, was the match of the night yes yeah, guaranteed yeah. and was kind of buried like halfway in the card yeah but it, I don't know if I call it buried because you have to have you want to start hot with a good opening match, and you want to have a good match in the mid card. This was if the fans are getting a little lackadaisical or getting out of because it because of the, it's this the five the, hour yeah, run. This time. gets them back, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, especially coming off the Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers, which is yeah. so forgettable. Um, yeah. So we get another uh, promo for the Performance Center, Mojo Raleigh, which I love. I can't see, hear his name now without thinking of Chris Jericho just yeah. saying Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> Um, they th- this is kind of a pandering segment. You knew these yes. guys like, and this is also the most racist moment. Brandon, did you have something to say about this? <laughs> well, I just thought it was interesting because well, so they do the whole performance center thing and like they show that they they've been hosting doing the tryouts in Jeddah. Um, and everything's good and sunny and rosy. And yeah, everything's great. Non-racist. So they <laughs> they bring out their four finalists to to um, you know be. Welcomed into like the training or whatever. It's yeah, essentially just they, to cut a promo and right. get, get some. You know. And you know the guys are fine or whatever. But then after they say their niceties and like you know the the guy that we had talked about a little bit earlier with the long hair is my favorite because he is just like in character the whole time. This one is for the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> like, <laughs> it? He's already a worker, so it yeah. But like, but the- they, but they. Uh, but when they had the well, who are the brothers? The, the Devari Irene. brothers. Yes. Yeah. Sean Devari was with the company about ten years ago for a number of years. He was a manager and a wrestler. And then Ari Devari's his little brother, who's a big two hundred five live star. And I wrote down on my notes watching this match. No matter where you are in the world, everyone hates Iran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until I heard what happened after this. Yeah. So what? What did I caught a little bit of this on? So the Devari brothers. So Iran and Saudi Arabia. Are not friends. Yo, yes. No, they not are, at all. They, they are very. Which is surprising. They would, you know, very, think well, this is a good idea in the first place. Very tenuous situation well, between those countries. Well, I think too. Well, because we haven't explained to the audience yet what happens when they come out. The Iranian brothers, like they do your classic. We're going to yeah yeah. Your sports team suck and yeah. and it totally and, makes sense. And you can even see some of the audience. Is like is laughing along people who I think were more familiar with WWE's with what they product, do, how they try to get up. Your, right, you can see because even yeah. some of the royal family is clapping and laughing and yeah. doing whatever. But there's a lot of hate when they come out and they oh, come yeah. out and do their typical like evil Iranian. Right, you guys yeah. are nothing, and we and like the greatest, the great nation of Iran and whatever. You're like, man, this this was those sensitivities I was talking about. WWE is this what you call athletes in Saudi Arabia? You are pathetic. You are nothing. You are a trainee. You're a wannabe. You're not real athletes. Real athletes like the Davari brothers come 
from the strongest nation in the world, Iran! The poor Iranian boys who are from Michigan. Yeah, I would say they're not, they're yeah. not Iranian. Well, they're, I mean, they're, they're first-generation Americans. Yes. And they got death threats. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over and like I know they had to put out a statement saying we're really proud he of ap- our heritage. He, we did like Davari to... apologized, like, oh, yeah. we're sorry that we offended anyone, which, you know, K Fade killed her, but it's K Fade's dead. Yeah, so. at this point. It's been very long ago. I love yeah. I don't know if it was Cole or Corey Graves, but one of them had a quote during this promo of uh, I feel like it's just gonna get worse from here. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty like the moment they came out with the Iranian flags, everyone's realized like, oh crap. Right. We I probably should have done this. When they started walking out with the Iranian flags, like I almost before they got into the ring was like, yeah, but they're not gonna let them talk. No, like, they just, they're, they're gonna like super kick him real quick and right. End this, and like, then just, when right. he grabbed the mic, I was like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> Triple H, this was a bad call, man. <laughs> and to bring Sean Devari back, who's been gone for a number of years, for this. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. a weird way to introduce like to the fans yeah. with long memories. Or like, oh, that dude, why is he so like all of a sudden so well, racist? And Stacy right. was watching it with me. I was like, this is pretty much the equivalent of if you were in like. New York or DC or anywhere in the South, anywhere in America, and somebody walked in with an ISIS flag and yes. just started like, yeah, you know, like especially eh. if you were in New York doing that. Even if we knew that it was part of the show, we'd be like, yeah, but this is in really bad taste. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd see beer bottles and yeah, all sorts oh, of shit. Yeah. Right. But hey, it's Vince characters. McMahon. Yeah, so he's gonna do what he wants to do. So moving on next, we have just I guess just what you would call like a repeat of the WrestleMania, yes. one of the main events. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura taking on a now fully heel. Oh yeah, taking on AJ Styles again I, for the WWE Championship. I will not disparage the Mania match. The Mania match was very good. This was a little better. Really, I actually thought the opposite. I thought this was more like they didn't do anything to make it different. Well, I I like the indecisive finish. Because it leads, it, there's a reason for them to have their backlash yeah. match. But they'd already announced they were fighting a backlash, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of we, we assume like when when this one came on, like I really like both of these guys. Yeah. I think though that the company has waited too long for Shinsuke to get yeah, the title. Because like, like like when we first we went to Money in the Bank it, 2017 last year, yeah, right, and and he had just kind of like. He had just come in a couple months before, yeah. and like we really thought that he was going to take it from Jinder Mahal, and like I think that with this, that I like AJ Styles and Shinsuke a lot. But when this promo started playing before the match, I was like, "Man, I know." I guess it was because too I knew that they were fighting at well, Backlash. Uh, yeah, and I was like, "I already know how this is going to yep. end." Yeah. Like, AJ's no, I didn't retain. see you the didn't finish know. happening that way. Yeah, but I was just like, uh, "Well, actually, we'll talk about the finish in a minute because that's my most interesting uh, part." I wanted to ask about Shinsuke Nakamura's music has lyrics. This is, the, is this the first time he's yes. done that? Is well, this it, just to prevent fans from hearing yes. for him? So, because so, so, he's a heel now, so they won't chant along to the song. Because you can't work, be dude. a heel. It, it's work. People aren't doing it anymore. I'll still do it. He's still over <laughs> as hell. 
But he, yeah, he, he is. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, that was my first thought was like, oh, they just don't want people doing the whole yeah. woes, you know. Like, Which is why probably why Bobby Roode is a face now. Because his song just got him Because over. you can't be a heel and have everyone singing your song walking yeah. down to the ring. Didn't, okay, did they try to do that with Kurt Angle? Did they try to change his theme song so you couldn't? They took out the you suck part they, and people they, still. They put a little stutter in for yeah. a while. And, and people and were just the like, they adapted. Part, like, we're doing it anyway. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah but they took that out now. They, yeah, because like, like, when he was in back. ECW, he had a little bit of a harder edge to his song. Oh, interesting. Um, so this one is, like, it's actually a pretty slow start considering these two are renowned for being kind of quick workers and yeah. really stiff. Real fast-paced. Yeah. And uh, obviously it's just a replay of WrestleMania set up for Black Backlash. We don't get yeah. too much. Um, do we want to talk about the ending real quick? I, mean, I don't know if there's any high spots you wanted to mention. Just Nutshot Palooza. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> – on, yeah. on Twitter you tweeted uh, – Shinsuke is like determined to make sure AJ doesn't get another tattoo. Yeah, he's not getting kids. that fifth tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Shins- I love that's the the most old school way to make someone a heel. Just make him low blow him. Yeah, they over exaggerated and almost lift him off the. ground. He does. There are a couple your, times. Yeah. Shinsuke, I'm pretty sure, is just like he's this king of strong style. I think he's just really smacking him in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So AJ forces a count out, which is weird because like I have not seen a, a match end in a count out. A double count. A, a double right. count out in years. Yeah. And then he kind of, like, goes almost heel. Like, AJ beats the shit out of Shinsuke. I think it's more of a, a frustrated face. Well, yeah, like, a, oh a, my a revenge. God, I'm going to get you. But it was almost just a, a, just the opposite of replay of WrestleMania where yeah. Shinsuke took all... But know. like I said, you had to have this match either end in Shinsuke winning or this draw. Because if you had AJ go over... Twice. Then there's no wins. reason to watch Backlash. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, we I was really hoping he would get the belt, but I was pretty sure with backlash coming up that he wasn't going to. Yeah. I still want to see Shinsuke with that belt, and hopefully soon we will be talking about that. And you know yep. the funny thing is that seven title matches, you don't count the raw title match because it was vacant, no title changes. Yeah, not one. It was weird considering they they pumped it up as like every title is gonna oh, be yeah. defended. Right. Except for the women's belts. Yeah. Um, so next we have uh, I guess a guy who had to be brought along as part of the deal, the Undertaker coming yeah. back again. Um so what was the deal? He was supposed to take on Jericho. He was going to take on Rusev originally. And then they Rusev got in a little bit of trouble for a tweet that Lana put out saying, I don't like it that he's in this ladder match. So they put Jericho in it, and then out of nowhere, I guess she got her pee-pee whacked or whatever, they're like, she's like, oh, he could be in it, it's fine. And all of a sudden, Rusev's back in. And now it's the casting like, match. Make up your goddamn mind. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> this was like a, like a couple days before yeah. the pay-per-view. They were like, Jericho, and then they're like, nope, nope, it's nope. back, back to, Rusev. to Rusev. Now, here's my question about the ladder match. I'm sorry, the casket match. Do you think we're ever going to see a casket match once Taker's actually done? No. No, I can unless another character that happens organically, but I can't imagine, like, even Bray Wyatt, who I consider, like, the new Undertaker. Yeah, I because, could, like, that's he, the only person that I could see doing that. Yeah. Or Buried Alive match. Yeah. Yeah, and I can see him doing it, but they'd have to go darker with his, they'd have to take him back to his whole cult leader persona. Like, right. Impact did one recently between two women. Really? They See, that would be interesting, because yeah. that's at least, like, a different take on it. And it was bit. like, I, I, I was watching this match, I'm like, I love casket matches, and I'm never going to see them probably within the next couple years. Yeah, there's something I haven't seen recently. Like, this yeah. is kind of the first one in a long time. Um, it, At least on TV. Is, they did some house show. This is honestly just, again, a replay of WrestleMania, except for instead of Cena getting his ass kicked, you have Rusev, who's doing a little better. And it's longer. He's actually getting some offense. Just over 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he also has, you know, uh, Aiden English. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, who is actually, like, I love, I love when their managers play this kind of role. Yeah. Undertaker early on goes to get Rusev in the casket, and... Aiden English slams the does he slam the lid on Undertaker yeah, I know he like he's instrumental in prevent, like, no the, no the, the, yeah, yeah, the only reason stops. the match goes on as long as he does is because he's out there yeah. which is weird For is there a reason he can't wrestle or is he just better on the mic 
Better on the English? mic. Yeah. He does wrestle. Okay, does he? Because I, yeah. I, as much as I've seen him, it's always been they tag the they, they tag a lot, and he was in the the actual Royal Rumble this year. Yeah. The the, the not greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. We call it the worst yeah. Royal Rumble. The that, honestly better Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll get to it when we get to the Rumble, but. Yeah. I've got some things to say. All right, yeah. I mean, we, Undertaker gets like he just plays the hits, the old school choke slam, tombstone, and picks up another win and puts both of them in the casket. Yeah, which was, was a nice touch. And has to, you has to reach them, like give, give me the, give me the, you can see them yeah. like squeezing their shoulders, like do not let the fucking casket <laughs> slam on me, man. <laughs> Claustrophobia. Um, yeah, that's got to be like how long are you in that casket right. before they're long. like other than they wheel your ass out? Yeah, like once they go to black. They usually open the lid and drag the guy back, or they roll the casket back. They probably rolling the casket back would be better. Cause you, yeah. If you just get out of the casket and walk back, you just look like an asshole. Uh, speaking of assholes, my two favorite uh, <laughs> fucking Lesnar and Reigns, man. I don't know why. Number two. Don't you appreciate natural natural segues? Yes. <laughs> fuck this match. Fuck the like. I I don't want to be those guys. Cause I know it gets overplayed. Like fuck Roman Reigns, fuck Brock Lesnar, but I don't like these two. Nope. Yeah. You Especially know why? Not you know other. why Lesnar keeps the belt, right? They're because trying to extinguish CM, CM Punk's uh, yep. legacy. In oh, that's next, such, is that really the reason? Yeah, yeah. next oh, yeah. month he'll he'll break if he keeps the belt, which he will. Yeah. Next month he'll break CM Punk's longest reign. Doesn't count. Punk was there every single week. Yeah, True. and was putting on better quality matches. But than they're this. fucking petty, so yeah, that's what are. they're uh, trying I, to do. I titled this Lesnar versus Reigns two. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know who anybody. You know who what's would. funny too about the fact that they are so that they would rather have Lesnar with that streak is that they're they're hurting Reigns, the person they, who they've been trying to yes. push forever. They're hurting but him by doing. Are it. they now? Because there's speculation backstage, at least on the in the IWC, that they have committed now to Braun. Because he's so over, and Roman yeah. is very much not. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the, they, people Braun, shout, you know, get these yeah. hands. His Braun is now the guy, and Roman's taking back seat. Then when we saw Raw, and we'll, we'll talk about more on that episode. But the thing me and you said was like, I didn't realize how until you're in a stadium oh my with God. him, how much the crowd loves that man. Yeah. He got the biggest yeah. pop of the night, yeah. and people were going nuts on the, the whole match for Braun. Strowman. Is it like in, like old kids loved yeah. him, older people love him? That's like uh, there's speculation for uh, WrestleMania. Main event next year is Roman versus Braun for the title, which honestly would be more interesting. Yeah. I would, I would, I would care to see that. Yes, Cause like what we get here is just an exact replay of WrestleMania with a cage. immediately four fucking suplexes in a row. Yeah, and like yep. that is a bad sign because Brock Lesnar only has the one move. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. Like I said it in our WrestleMania episode. Brock Lesnar 2018 is not a good performer. He does a couple moves. Yeah, and Brock this Lesnar, is the one I'm most yeah. familiar with. Brock Lesnar 02. Yeah. Had a move set, yeah. And he had a before the uh, well, and he had a personality. Was, like yes. his whole yeah. character was better when they, him and Kurt Angle and the yeah. whole, the milk shit. Like yep. that was he used to be entertaining, but, but he gives so little shits. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's just phoning it in. Yeah, yep. he's the Samuel L. Jackson of <laughs> like, wrestling. Right, like, people give John Cena so shit for phoning it in and. John Cena is a workhorse of workhorses compared yeah. to Brock Lesnar. Even when he Cena's phoning it in, he's putting in his effort. He's yes. like, like you can tell he wants to be an actor. Like he's he All will right. sell the shit out of stuff that he knows is stupid. So let's talk about the shitty ending to the shit. Yeah, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> the I love technical difficulty. No, like of all the endings you were going to botch, you would think it would be the, the Seth Rollins well, jumping on that fucking ladder. And that goes off perfectly. And then this, which like okay. is, do you want to explain what happens first? Okay, like, okay. so. Roman Reigns spears Brock through the side of the cage. And here's like my the, huge problem the with... The eighth fucking spear of the mm-hmm. man? Yeah. yeah. You could... 
when even when they fall down and whoever landed first, we'll get into that. You can see the white plastic zip ties that yes. were holding yes, that the cage in place. It's like you couldn't paint. And you can silver. see Brock Lesnar has been never been so more obvious yeah. as when he's getting in line for that. You couldn't paint them silver or make them look like they were pieces of the cage. No, yeah, just like paint old, them. Paint them metal. Yeah, they're plain old white plastic zip ties. And um, yeah, and also Roman like, actually like. He hits his head yeah, hard. Yeah, he DDTs himself. Both of them the land. I, I think yeah. they expected the cage to catch them a little bit, like a hammock, yeah. and that was not the case. No. That did um, not happen. Brock hits really hard on the back of his head, and then Roman, because he's spearing, he lands on his head sideways, kind of. Yeah. And well, like you can tell when his feet hit the floor, it's just because he almost knocked himself out. Probably well, and fucked then up his neck. Commentary had no idea what to do. Cause no, and they what, even say, like, I think... Brock's feet hit first, yeah. and then they show a replay that is obviously, and while we're well, seeing it, they're like, yeah, his, 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 his back hit first. hit first, you know, one knee down, one body, <laughs> his body hit. And yeah. Through the fence. Because like, they, kept, they kept saying the wrong shit, like they didn't just, be, and you know Ooh. at the angle that they're at, like they can't see it until the replays yeah. are playing anyway. But yeah, they say the, oh, his Brock's feet hit first, clearly Roman's. Yeah, and like, you can well, tell he because must have rolled that, off first. After no, that, that first replay, they yeah. only show replays where the crowd is blocking the, the fall. Yeah. So you can only, like, use some speculation. Um, I guess you get that in a live match. You can only do yeah. so much when, when it's going out live. But it, it, the finish itself was just lame. And it, isn't it because yeah, it, of this botch that, like, didn't they come out the next night on Raw and be like, well, the referee got it wrong right. or something? Yeah, and which sets up. up for another match. I'm like, no. Yeah, why? Why are we doing When are they? When's this next, another match? Because it's not Backlash. No, they'll probably do it SummerSlam or something. Just, uh, it, it can't be figure. far enough away, honestly, Money in, in my opinion. Act. As long as Brock beats that that title reign then like the day after they'll, do they'll it. drop it I will never care about these two wrestling I just I can't no. know I honestly don't care about these two wrestling anybody but I mean, especially when you put them in a the room to, or yeah. ring together I've never seen such little chemistry between yeah. two people um, so now we actually move on to the 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 namesake of this pay-per-view the, the gur yeah the gur gur <laughs> I, I oh that was so funny to me. That was how I many. felt about this pay per view. Yes. Like they'd have a good moment, and then the next moment, fucking grr. Fifty yeah, is better. too many. It is not the greatest royal. Yeah. Also, like I know, and uh, I know that they make up the whole ninety seconds. It's whenever the fuck they feel like it. They call it but Titan Time. Titan Time. Because it's, it's, it is painfully obvious in this one. They, they never show the scoreboard like the full countdown until ten seconds. Tells, yeah. Because they have it like this one's thirty. This one's forty five. This one's the full two. Well, minutes. and a lot of them depend on. Someone in the ring doing something, exactly. and then you hit the music. Um, so our first one in the ring, Daniel Bryan. How about D. Bryan? Yeah, this, match? Dude, him, this whole fucking this match, match is the only reason this match is enjoyable to me. Honestly, yeah, yeah. the fact and that he's in the ring the like, entire time. I love Royal Rumbles. I get up for Royal Rumbles. I love the concept, but the 2011 40 man Rumble and this one, like you just said, yeah. Too much. It's too much. We are so conditioned yeah. for thirty. Yeah. Well, yeah. When they got to thirty, like <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, we have to do this all again." Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? We're at twenty-five. We're only halfway through. And also, fuck. like we got to like thirty, and I was like, "Have there been any like big names where I've like cheered?" Well, I mean, I, I like. I, uh, did anybody have any favorites that came down? Who like? Who like? Yeah, yeah, I know Brandon. Well, was gonna... you know, you you usually have a call up or two, and a couple surprise legends. Yeah. And I get why you didn't have as many this time. Because just the travel. I mean, and yeah. Of yeah. all the people, Hornswoggle. Yeah. It was cool. The Great Kali, which, again, like, I'm guessing that's just because, like, uh, India. You got yeah. a giant monster in there somewhere. Yeah. But, like, the worst giant monster, he couldn't. Yeah. Like, I was literally. I was so I, glad they I was scared he was right going to break a hip getting put out of the ring. Because he, he he's like, like a big, stiff piece of wood. He can't bend. Yeah. He's very yeah. fragile. Yeah. Well, then they he's brought cruel. Mark Henry in just to throw in that sumo guy. 
Yeah. yeah, which was again, Mark Henry. It's like it's almost sad to see them because their mm. knees are so shot at yeah. this point, and they don't have the range of motion. Even but him lifting up like people. This was, was hard. the only rumble I've ever seen where I was going like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Right? Yeah, there was like, like and I, there were her, genuinely good moments when they'd call up the NXT guys when Roderick Strong came out. Yeah, like, but then there's a couple people that they called NXT guys, and I'm like, no, no, they're not. I've like, watched NXT. Baba Tunde. Yeah. No, <laughs> sorry. Mm-hmm. I've watched every NXT episode. I don't know who the hell you are, and Dan Matha. The, yeah. the crowd was so yeah. silent, you could have heard a pin drop when he uh, came out. Who? I looked like, I'm pretty sure he got the generic, like, f- who does the soundtrack for this? Um, what rock band usually does the soundtrack for? All right. They did, uh, is it Shinedown who did WrestleMania? Yeah, just the real generic yeah. fucking this rock. Godsmack. Yeah. Is it Godsmack? Yeah, yeah that seems like the kind of band that would do it. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure his theme music was just, like, a generic song. Yeah. Like, they, didn't, they didn't even give him a, like, a wardrobe but I thought you know bringing in the sumo guy it was like did they bring him in because they wanted Yokozuna and he's very dead I, yeah. yeah I wonder if they're just like well he, he doesn't know the guy's name he yeah. just thought they called him that sumo guy who who can we get that's a sumo guy this guy fine <laughs> just, fine the real sumo guy's dead so it's gonna be a little hard probably the cereal was probably the stir fry guy at the kitchen was your favorite it was my favorite I, yeah. did, I loved his outfit I like that was a, yeah. I didn't think that was pandering to come out in the green with yeah. the But he's also if you notice this in the original rumble, he's back to wearing tights. Yeah. yeah. He's not wearing the big baggy pants he can wear his knee braces. I don't know if his knees have gotten better. He is moving quicker than yes. I would have suspected. Mm-hmm. What how old is he gotta be now? Yeah. I've, yeah. I've watched this man for thirty yeah. twenty yeah. years now. He's in his forties, late forties, I think. Yeah, like, I think he's late. He, I've watched him in the nineties, right? Late nineties? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so oh, it's yeah. been about thirty years. He got started young then. Yeah. Uh, and he still has an incredible 14. range of motion and speed. He's outrunning some of these guys who are half his age in the ring. Oh, yeah. Well, and his ability to, like, just whip himself around people. Like, because you know, we always talk about that, like, wrestling moves, it's equally as important for the guy that's taking it as the guy that's, like, dishing it yeah, out. Yeah, so much cooperation. It, you're really just guiding the other person's body. The way that Rey Mysterio is able to, like, just flip his way around people's heads and torsos yeah, oh, yeah. and under You're essentially like, standing there, Jesus. and he's doing an impressive move around you, yeah. like you're a fireman's pole, and he's sliding down you. Yeah. Um, okay, um, is someone on the internet made this comparison, but Bo Dallas looks like a, a little bit fatter Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that, but okay. Yeah, you'll never unsee it now, because it's fucking... I, the whole time, I kept wanting him to say something from Django Unchained. Right. He has the exact same, like... Do you want look. some white cake? Um, I like Goldust coming back. I haven't oh, seen Goldust okay. in a while. Well, he's... he's... He's periodically he, yeah. on Raw. Yeah. He's just not like, he yeah. doesn't go for belts and stuff, I'm assuming. For the dude is 49. Purposes, I love him. Is he really? Yes. 49 uh, he, years old and still wrestling. And looking better than he has. Yeah, honestly, because he he's never been in great shape. I think that's why they put him in a full body suit. Except now, he's in fucking phenomenal shape. Yeah, he's yeah. actually like, he's one of the uh, wrestlers who appreciate it. Like, Mark Henry was always yeah. said about, like, he sucked when he came around. If you go to 2008 or 9, well, he got really good, Dustin, and then he retired. Gold Dust never sucked. He had some problems. Yeah. Like drug problems? or Oh, very much yeah, Okay. So. That's that, just... and he was married to Terry Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> that's a problem if, in and of itself. Again, we talk, about, we talk about Jeff Hardy's TNA run. If you watch Gold Dust when he was Black Rain in TNA, you can tell stuff's going on. He's way out of shape. He's glassy-eyed. And I'm so happy to see him where he is now, where he's clean yeah he sober, looks like he can actually see you and can really work still yeah um what do you guys think about elias like him coming out? i fucking love Elias. i do too. i actually I do, do too, too. Yeah. he's gonna yeah, be okay. a... I, did you not always bring him because i thought you would uh i didn't know it take no, you while i to was warm up to him? I, I actually no i was skeptical because i saw it the one time and I, it was funny but it was like he's got that dry humor that 
yes. like after you see it a couple times, you know what to expect, and you're like, okay, he's just going to come out. At first, I didn't know what to think of him because you remember when The Rock did this. Yeah, in, that's what I, mean, I think the, the first 2000s. thing you said to me is like he he just stole The Rock's gimmick. Yeah, like he just took one of, one of the Rock segments and made it his whole gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> but I do like him a lot. I think he's really funny, and I, I think, think he's actually talented in the ring too. Oh, he's got a good classic look. Yeah, and it it's kind of speaks to the modern heel. That even though he's writing these songs that tear apart the city he's in, people are singing along. Yeah, we're assholes. Yeah, I yeah, walk with Elias. Suck. Like when mm-hmm. we saw Raw, like yeah. his, his shirt was one of the biggest, like oh, best yeah. sellers that I saw all over the place. I love uh, Scott. Scott Dawson fucking sells the move. Is it from Mysterio? He eliminates himself because yeah. he he does the fucking uh, the Jinder Mahal thing. He sells too late. And he just has to commit to him throwing himself out of the ring. And right. the commentators call it out. And how about Mike Canellis? <laughs> I came all the way to Saudi Arabia the last 2.4 seconds of the yes, Rumble. Yes. Like, yeah. And I don't know if that is a record. I know that's it's probably... Not. Okay. That's even worse. You didn't even get the record. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hell of a plane yeah. ride. You could have used the cardboard cutout of him. And it would have been Hopefully just Hopefully they worked a house show or something and he got to do some work. Yeah. You know? Um, Roderick Strong comes in from NXT, which is awesome. I'm starting to appreciate this guy, and he actually clears house. They and then murders Daniel Bryan's chest. Yeah, oh, my fucking God. It, it, that's when it happens. So this is yes. like, what, like less than halfway through? Yes. And his chest gets... They, Looks like hamburger meat. Blood yeah, red. It. Yeah, that, it's not even his chest, though. His side, his too. His side like, and his, his arms, cage. like his whole like bicep, whatever. Is and this is not the first... Um, I recently watched one of his matches. I think it might have been Ring of Honor back in the day. And he just got chopped so much that his chest started to bleed. It's yeah. the same thing that happens here. I've never seen this happen to another wrestler. Yeah, as many times, like even Ric Flair, like who would chop people, never like melt and give away to him bleed. I guess. I mean, <laughs> um, uh, Baron like I. Baron Corbin needs to like commit to shaving his head. Yeah, yeah. he does. You're bald. Yeah, yeah. Or wear a wear a like a. I hate a Baron cap. Corbin a dual, so much. Or, uh, bandana. So what is what's the name of Baron Corbin? Yeah, it would be a good idea. What is the name of Baron Corbin's finisher? End of days. End of days. I actually like his finisher. I like right. his finisher. I just hate him. Like he's got no personality. No. He's although Mr. Generico. After although when he is in the ring and he's uh, doing his moveset and whatnot, you can like he's doing this like uh, almost Super Saiyan, <gasps> like committing full force. So you really feel like. Dude, this dude's really trying to rip someone's head off. Yeah, and he's actually pretty quick for a guy who's he's tall as hell. I don't Very know how. Much so. Well, he got pushed down the cart a little bit because of his incident backstage. Yeah. What did he do backstage? They were having a um, a meeting about concussions and how to you know how what happens after a concussion, how to prevent them. Corbin's ex NFL, and he was part of that whole lawsuit against the NFL yeah. for concussions. And he pipes and says, "No, you're wrong." And he's like, "This is what's going on with concussions. You're not giving us the right information." And they're like, look, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, because you remember he you, won the money in the bank. And yep. then, like, the and yeah, next and month, it. just like, Immediately, yeah. like, yeah. Which I think is that, is that the CM Punk thing? You don't speak ill of their doctors or they will yeah. bury the shit out of yeah. you. Or, it's you know, like, you don't sue pu- you. And, yeah, don't publicly speak ill of our doctors or you're going to go down the yeah. card. Uh, we get uh, the moment I think I want to talk the most about. Number 39 into the Rumble. 39 men. And the leader of Titus Worldwide, Titus O'Neil. Titus had a very busy week here in Saudi Arabia. He's had dinner with many princes and very important people. And he oh. just... What? Oh, my God. What the heck? <laughs> what did Titus just... I can't believe what I just saw. Did that really happen? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did that happen? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Titus O'Neil tried to slide into the ring. Just, Let's just move I on and forget about it. I can't believe this. <laughs> 
Okay, no. Oh my God, here's the replay. Titus O'Neil trying to get into the ring, and Titus O'Neil tripped and went head first through the apron underneath the ring. And Titus is ticked off now. Titus World Slide? Jesus Christ. I'm surprised he got back in the ring so quickly that he did not, like, there's stuff under that ring. Oh, yeah. Like, he went head first into a ladder or something. Like, Jesus. If, if you watch on Raw, they have an LED board across that thing. So imagine if they had that here. Oh, he would have broke his damn neck. be dead. Oh, yeah. Be, I don't think I saw Breaking Bad when Skylar's boss, like, break, like that's what I was waiting for. Yeah. Um, or I love oh. the fact that, I don't know, I think it's it Cole who tries to, like, shoot past it and, like, not acknowledge Corey that this like, No, 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 Corey no. Graves goes back for it, like, four times. Oh, yeah. He keeps calling for the replay. Like, yeah. he's in charge of the button. Like, can we Even, see this again? This is the greatest moment in Royal Rumble yeah. history. That was, a, that was a bold call because there's been some legitimate And now moments. there's a t-shirt. Yep. Is there, yeah. What does the t-shirt say? It's well, Titus's, Titus's feet from just, poking oh, up from under the ring. It says rumble, stumble, or slide. Although, yes. honestly, he could probably make more money from this than he could any other gimmick oh, they yeah. gave him. Well, well, right. next, I mean, on Raw, the following Monday, he did a Pratt fall. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be his gimmick now. <laughs> well, and what's funny, they said, like I was reading some article that was like, he's one of the dudes that is the funniest and has the best sense of humor yeah. in the company currently, so it couldn't have happened to a better person. Right. To, and he to, like, spun it so well. Yeah, yeah, like had it happened to Baron yeah. Corbin, there's no way that guy with that persona would now, have Now, did you see it. the meme of the Shockmaster passing the torch? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, totally amazing. It's all yours now, son. So, like, I almost wish I would have been in Saudi Arabia to see that because that is, like, a special yeah. moment. I, you don't see botches that are that no. funny. Usually botches yeah. are scary or just lame. And it's been memed to death. Yeah. They, they, RKO out of nowhere memes. They did the uh, Buzz Lightyear flying. <laughs> just to infinity and beyond. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, was, that was probably one of my, That is actually probably one of the greatest horrible moments. Um, so we get down pretty quickly near the end. Um, well, Braun Strowman comes in, and that's the reason we get down to yeah, a few. But he fucking clears house. I think within the five minutes he's in the ring, he sets the record for most eliminations yes, in the yeah. Royal Rumble, which was Kane before. It was Kane, then it was Roman Reigns, and okay. now it's Braun Strowman. If you count the fact, if you be, you know, don't eliminate the fact that it's a fifty man Rumble, right. because yeah. Brian broke the record for the longest time in, and Braun broke the record for most eliminations. But they used to take an effect they had 20 more people. Yeah. Brian only lasted like 10 minutes more than the record. So yeah. considering he took on 20 more guys, they didn't really stretch the time. as like, yeah. It should mm-hmm. have been a two-hour rumble. And he was eliminated a bit unceremoniously. It wasn't like it was yeah. like Big Cash. Also, kind of... like, who, did who did Baron Corbin eliminate him? No, Big Cash did. Big Cash, okay. Which that's... led to their match at Backlash. Yeah, okay. So at least they're building now, towards something. One thing that I love towards the end, when Jericho, Jericho comes out at 50... Yeah, we get what, Kevin Owens, we get Jericho, we get a couple of other yeah, big names which, added into the mix again, in the end. I am a huge Chris Jericho mark. He was not in the best of shape for this match. Well, no. no, and well, Tyler, you had pointed out, I guess you're really big on Instagram. You had sent us something of Jericho like a month ago oh, in yeah. some random gas station. Oh, yeah. Clearly drunk. Yeah. Like, drunk, high, Jericho. something. Yeah. Like, you had a flying like, J for over an hour right. just with his phone, just, hey, look at this, open a bag. I'm paying for this. And just start eating it and just talking about yeah, random what, what shit. What I about when Jericho's walking down to the ring, Owens is livid. Leave me alone. Oh, Go back to Japan. I'm Kevin like, Owens did not is just the greatest that. guy. Like I don't like when they they just shout randomly. Yeah. Um. It doesn't ever come off well to me. But he's the this one. Does I, here. I buy it every time. Kevin Owens. When he's taking I, on Finn Balor in the, the dude, Beast of the is, East or whatever. He's yeah. the best heel. I love that. Yeah, don't like, ever make him a, a like. I love like, Go back to Japan, and he did. That was the, the okay. So he was in Japan, New Japan, January. Yes, came back to WWE. Now for he's back Raw twenty five, 
went back to Japan. <laughs> this could be his new gimmick. Just right. like, you never know where I'm going to show up. Well, that's just the clout he has. It's like, I'm Chris Jericho. You will not tell I mean, me what uh, to Mysterio do. I mean, Mysterio did the same thing. Mysterio yeah. showed up in New Japan not too long ago. Style evolved. And yeah, when you have that kind of, I mean, you, you can sell that many damn masks. Yeah. And they're gonna, when you're that guy, yeah. Vince is like, oh, that's fine. So right. yeah, we get, we get down to Brian, Braun, and Elias. So I'm surprised they let Elias, like... They're stay. trying to build him. Yeah, that's true. He'll be a champion by the end of this year. Yeah, oh, I guess, yeah Bobby we're Lashley's gonna, also in here. We're going to gloss over the pancakes. Oh, yeah, we didn't <laughs> talk about the New Day, did we? I, you were waiting for our New Day moment. I was actually a little bummed, because of all the New Day moments, this wasn't my... Like, it was you, a rehash. I would I mean, be pissed if I got body slammed or suplexed onto some fucking I pancakes. would be pissed if, they, if I had to walk down the ring and then, like, really quickly stuff a bunch of pancakes down your like, jumper. Like, you the know co- you're not getting all those out. The, no. problem <laughs> with the, okay, the problem with the Kofi spot is... Is that we've come to expect it, and so that that point it's played out. Yeah, they need to either I subvert mean, it or do something much different. I was there for the first one where he did the handstand to avoid elimination. Yeah, well, he's done a few good ones. He did. Yeah, the, he has. But it, now it's like every Royal Rumble, like, what's Kofi gonna do? It's like, can he not? Can he do nothing? Or yeah, it was like for a while, it was like Shawn Michaels like having one foot touch and like yeah. you know skating by, where they just replayed that note over and over again. But that's Vince. He'll drive stuff into the ground. Yeah, but my biggest if it takeaway, works once, it'll work three thousand times. Right. Another one of my biggest takeaways was, man, they love Randy Orton in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, oh he my got God, a it. huge pop, and it's like, damn, you don't get that anywhere. But yeah, no, like I've seen you in your hometown. Yeah, You're booed, man. Yeah, <laughs> they don't like you. But damn, you were over as hell with the Saudis. Oh, my other favorite, Shane, Shane O'Mac in the first is his first Royal Rumble no. appearance. Isn't they claim yes, it is? yes, it's his first. Yeah, that's what they say on the commentary. Oh, I don't do. know if it's right, but they claim it is. It seems like I've seen him in one before, he but he gets. Um, well, first of all, he gets a coast to coast twice, I think, yeah, which is yeah. awesome that he can still pull that off. Yeah. Even though he nearly falls off the rope the first time he yes. does it. Yes. I thought he was going to fall off and eliminate himself. Yeah. yeah. He, like, which also would have been kind of funny. Which, Hornswoggle is still in this match. He was not eliminated. Was he never eliminated? No, he went under the bottom rope and then climbed to the top and they threw him out. Oh, eliminated. No, no he's not. That's. No, he's not. So we, that's what, why didn't they play that the next time? But then Corey on? Graves with this line. He's three foot nine, four ten. It's like, oh, damn, dude, come on. <laughs> that, that fat. <laughs> Corey Graves, like, does he, is, is it, yeah, is it his mission just to shit on people? Corey right. Graves is trying to be the 2018 Bobby Heenan. Yeah, more yeah, props to I him. It makes it more interesting. Yeah, to I have like someone. it. I like the bad guy kind yeah. of. Then, okay, so Michael Cole also has a thing for. Is it just Elias? Yes. Or is okay? So it's not every bad guy. He just loves Elias. It used to be the Miz. He was a big Miz mark. Now he's all about Elias. You know, I it j- doesn't work as well though. Is like because I guess Jerry and or. The King and Jr. Like they had a really good dynamic. Whereas when I hear Michael Cole and Corey Graves go at it, I actually think Michael Cole is pissed off. Yeah, like yeah. he does not like Corey Graves. I don't no. know if that's just part of their their characters. They're like <laughs> mocking each other throughout, yeah. and, like, digging on each other throughout yeah. the night. Uh, poor well, Byron Saxton. So why? So what was right? the point of bringing Lawler and King if they're not going to at least commentate on the last match? The Prince asked for them to be there, but all they did was the promo. Like I, I was they expecting, did, like they, they did the pre-show and the prayer break. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was like they did a commentary that was only given to the Saudi royal no. family. No. <laughs> you would think. Yeah, like... It, mm. All right, so, I mean, I didn't pick it, but somewhat predictable, Braun wins the yeah. greatest royal rumble. I actually did pick... Did I pick that? Yeah, you did. Okay, yes. F you. Um, <laughs> which also, before that even happened, yeah. uh, Braun puts Shane through a table. Yeah, awesome fucking spot. Gr- I love Shane. Going- Shane's probably the... the the greatest table explorer of all time. I feel time. like it's so played out now. It is. It, I guess it, I haven't seen it in a while, which is why I enjoyed like, it. I thought it was really cool a few years ago when he jumped off the cage, I think, against The Undertaker. 
or whatever. Well, he did it even not too long ago against Kevin Owens when uh, Sami Zayn like helped Kevin Owens grab, yeah. you know, get off the but table. But like at this point, I'm just like, all right, Shane, I'm tired of seeing you jump off shit. What is yeah. Shane gonna go through this time? Wasn't right. his first one against Steve Blackman jumping off like the Titan Tron? Yeah, yeah the, 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 yeah. the kendo stick where he yeah. hits him and he just like. I love the one where he crosses himself before he jumps. Yeah. Yes. Like, but then I mean, at, at the end of this match, when Braun wins, we get the trophy that we knew was coming, and then we get the. WWE Saudi Arabian Championship belt? I yes. Guess. And then, like, do you see the guy presenting him with the belt? Like, yeah. here. He goes to give it to him. Braun goes to take it. And then he pulls it away as a joke. And then, like, <laughs> no, here you go. <laughs> Don't kill me. And I was like, dude, that's only because you're rich. No one else would ever do that to <laughs> yeah. someone as big as Braun Strowman. Which, um, I don't know if that, I mean, because there was, they put it on the website at first that he had a belt and he was the greatest World Rumble champion. And then it went almost immediately down. They took it down. I was like, so it was just, what? For for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love one of the quotes. I don't. I think it's Cole. He has some great quotes that I don't think he realizes are funny. At the end, he just says, "It was exhausting. It was painful. Yes, it fucking was. <laughs> yeah. The entire pay per view could have like, could have been the tagline, man. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think overall? But like besides the, uh, what the two matches, the Finn Balor yeah. four way and the um the cruiserweight, which is ironic because they're not on the main roster. Well, Kalisto is right. Well, I mean, they are—they're technically a part of Raw. Okay, so the yeah. are, and they'll get—they used to be very heavily featured. They get like main events on Raw. Since they've tried, since Triple H took over, it's becoming its own brand. They have their own GM. You don't really see them on Raw very often anymore. Yeah. So they're trying to build it up. I so, think that if you were on like a grade school rating system, grading system, I would say C. Like, if you were a child, you would give it a C. Right? I would yeah. give it a C, and here's why: because it the matches like, like AJ and Nakamura was okay. the The latter match was obviously the best, the highlight it, of the yeah. match. Yeah, but then the I thought that the Cena Triple H match served its purpose, and I thought it was good. A- after I saw it, I was like, it does make sense that it was. It the wasn't first hard match. to sit through. It no, was easy, and, and I'm glad they got it over. It with was a shit right away. Like, and I thought it was a nod to like what classic professional wrestling is. And th- but then the the uh, Callisto the cruiserweight title match was so good in ring that like that that would bump it up. If it wasn't for those matches, though, I would give it a much worse grade. Like. Because the shit that I feel like I should have thought was important, I didn't really feel it here. Yeah. Like, not at all. And then, in, and that again, like TJ had said, like once you got to twenty five in this Royal Rumble, and you knew that you still had to sit through it again, she's just like, "Fuck, man!" There's they do not need this many fucking people. No, like, <laughs> like if Brian wasn't in the ring, it would have been really yeah. hard to sit through yeah. this. But I mean, I don't know if they're gonna win a lot of fans with this pay per view. No. Like, I mean, I, I watched it because sam- like I watched it because I'm a wrestling junkie. Yeah, but if there was ever going to be a show that I wouldn't feel bad skipping, it'd yeah, be it's not one of the the like canon pay per views. It's yeah. very much a one off. I mean, I guess they're hoping to turn it into more than that. But I was pissed that Big Cass was the one who eliminated Daniel Bryan. Right. Yeah, and you did so like, like you said unceremoniously. Like, That's whoop. the perfect word for it. Like yeah. they didn't build it up. They didn't like tease the crowd really. And they did moments before where Daniel Bryan was. Like par- like gripping on with one hand and yeah. could have so easily fallen off, right. yeah. and just to have him do that at the end, just like yeah, mean, throw him out. And, I like, mean, it wasn't a terrible way to spend a Friday afternoon. No, I mean it was weird to come on at eleven. So this is one I, I think, did not see live. I think what would have been a better ending though is had Daniel Bryan made it past Big Cass and, and then, then and then actually him. challenged Braun Strowman yeah. before getting thrown like out. Like a David versus Goliath. Yeah, yeah. especially with the bleeding chest. That would have been so much yeah. better. Like yeah. this man who's lost it longer than anybody mm-hmm. in a, you know, he won't go down. 
Right, because then at that point, too, we as the audience are like, holy shit, they're going to have Brian come in first and win this thing. Right. When, when was and the last time that even happened? So then they catch you off guard when Chris they Benoit? eliminate him. Was so, it been that long, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought the, like, that would be something that would be like overplayed or played yeah. out. It, it, it still it is because like, a few guys have done it. Well, yeah, but not as many as the, I would have thought. I think yeah. there's only, what, it's been three or four? As many people have won from number one as have won from 30. No. Well, yeah, that is a bad statistic yeah. then. All right, guys. So I think overall that pretty much wraps up the quote-unquote greatest Royal Rumble. Um, the most stuff like wasn't even pay-per-view. the greatest Royal Rumble this year. No, no that's a really insulting name. <laughs> that's very true. It's a lazy name too, right? Like, totally. Which is why, lazy. like I said, if they're they're allegedly going back in November, are we going to see Greatest Survivor Series? Right. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Greatest Backlash. Yeah. Fuck. Alrighty, guys. So that'll do it for this week. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at Body underscore Slammed, uh, Facebook at Facebook forward slash Body Slammed. Yep. Uh, leave us, us a rating review. Yeah, review us on iTunes for sure. Um, and then if you're interested in what Frank and I think about politics, you can always check out our other podcast, um, the Devil's Advocate podcast, also available on the same. Yeah, and we'll actually link to that in the show notes. Yep. Make it real easy for everyone. Absolutely. Alrighty, so until next time, guys, thank you very much for listening. This podcast is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. So stay fucking tuned.